Boom. Here we go. Here we go. Um, Ask Eric. Uh, week, or sorry, episode four. Episode four. We're asking you, yes. Pastor Eric Bradley, um, in our weekly podcast. Uh, this is going to be a fun one. It is. Near will, and dear to our hearts. Right? I will say this. is uh, So we're learning at church with you right now that burnout is the real B word. <laughs> right? So especially if you serve at church with you, we don't want you using the word burnout. Uh, so we're going to try to help you. Right? Uh, that today just starts it. Yep. So if you hadn't been in service to get the Sunday services, it, it, hey, how do I beat burnout? Yep. How do we not even get there? Uh, then you need to go back on the website, man. Check those out. Yep. Uh, we're going to try to help you a little bit today. Yeah, so uh, I guess the we've already kind of let the cat out of the bag. This week we are talking about the real B word, burnout. burnout. Um, so I know that's a, a hot topic, especially you know after COVID and and a lot of people's perception of work and yep. their lifestyle and what they want out of their family life and future and all that, yeah. that it became a, a really hot topic. And there's a, a trending topic of the, uh, the, was it the ghost, uh, not Qu- ghost quiet quitting, quiet quitting, quiet quitting. Yeah. Which, so from what I hear, it's trending. And, yeah. and here's the, here's the thing. They, there's a, from the little article that I read, uh, said that quiet quitting was a way to help with burnout. So basically, if you're my employer and uh, I, I just, you know, I, I don't really come to you and tell you that I quit, uh, but I quit mentally. I quit emotionally. I quit with the job load. I quit. And then all of a sudden, you're going to either have to let me go or I'm just going to ghost you and not come in next week. Uh, that doesn't really help with burnout nope. because it, it'll help for a season when you get out of that job. But once you enter into the next job, you didn't address what was actually the underlying issue. Uh, so you're going to be burnt out again, right? You know, give it six more months at a new employer and you'll be burnt out again. Right. Uh, so how do we, how do we get through that? You know, and I know everybody's thinking that yep. it has to be, there's a little self-reflection that, uh, I think probably we can talk about there. Yep. But, uh, so on that note, um, we'll, we'll kind of go to the, the world health health organization's definition of on. burnout. The who. Uh, The WHO says it is a syndrome resulting from workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. Okay. It's characterized by three dimensions, feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion, increased mental distance from one's job, or feelings of negativity related to the job. So people are tired. Yeah. You know, they're they're feeling, you know, burned out, Mm -hmm. you know. Tired. Was the first one? What was the second? Lo- uh, loaded, like lo- I'm, I'm, ment- I'm overloaded. So mentally, I'm on checkout. And, and then feelings of the, negativity. Yeah, or cynicism. Come, yeah. come, guys. That's what that's what it really is. Yeah. Why that person do this? Why did I get asked to do that? Why I? Which you just get cynical. Like it would lead right to that quiet quitting. Issue. It would. Yeah. I, well, that's probably the reason why it's a thing. Yeah. Isn't it bad that we got to title those things though? Yeah. yeah. Like we've got such a, a mass problem. That, that we're gonna we're gonna label something or quiet quit something. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to quiet quit. So Clearly, let's, it's an issue. Let's help. How about that? Uh, l- let me let me throw this out because we're getting a new term: quiet quitting, burnout is a new thing. Uh, Self care, you know, you got to take care of yourself so you don't burn out. Yeah. And I'm not bashing any of that stuff today. <laughs> I have my own thoughts on that, but it's not a new thing. Like right. we act like it's new. Like I think the pressure that we put on ourselves is new. 
but people still got tired. Mm-hmm. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about how how to beat burnout and how to go through that biblically, then we got to look biblically, right? So Nehemiah, when you start talking about him trying to rebuild the wall, right, he goes through a whole bunch of opposition of that, and this is what it says, Nehemiah chapter four, verse ten it says, then the people of Judah began to complain, and this is what they were saying: the workers are getting tired. Hello, Ew. the who? might know a little bit about what they're talking about. They're getting tired. And then they said, there's so much rubble to be moved, right? So they're loaded down, mm-hmm. right? We will never be able to build the wall by ourselves. So there's the negativity. Yep. There's the cynicism, right? So how do we do it? It's not how a, do we walk through? Not a new concept. It's not. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, speaking, I mean, as a pastor, yep. then, you know, I think it's a, you're going to help us walk through how you do that biblically. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, I mean, you're just a, a person like us and deal with these yeah. sorts of emotions and stuff. So I guess that's a, a question out of the gate as how to, to do you, have you ever been used the real B word? And, uh, you know, how do you, how did you overcome it? Or mm-hmm. what are some of the tools that you use to overcome it? And yeah. or keep it from happening over and over. So well, no, I've used it. Yeah. I've used the word burnout until I figured out it probably wasn't biblical. Right. And that's what we're talking on Sundays. So yep. if, if you're listening and you haven't checked those out, you need to go back and check those out. Um, so let's, let's just address the issue. You get tired, right? You just, I'm just tired all, all over. I'm tired. Uh, so I think two things really to help with being tired. And this is what I do. Um, because I think, this, this is what keeps the pressures of my life off of everybody else who, who's hanging out with me, mm-hmm. you know, whether that's during the week or on Sundays, right, um, is you got to create margin mm-hmm. in your life. Uh, because if you don't, then your schedule's packed, your finances are packed, uh, your emotions are packed, your relationships are packed, you, ha- you have no room to breathe, right? So you got to create some kind of, of margin. Um, I love what Richard Swenson wrote in his book. So when I read, when I read this book, this, this one quote, the whole book's good. You should read it. But this one quote, uh, kind of sparked to me, okay, how, what do I, how do I define margin? This is what he says. He says, margin is the amount allowed beyond which is needed. The space between breathing freely and suffocating. That's good. And I just loved that, that imagery. Mm Mm-hmm. You can book yourself to death to feel like you are drowning and suffocating with your schedule. Come on, parents do this all the time. I want what's best for my kids. I want my kids to have what I didn't have. So I'm going to run myself ragged and broke, and I'm going to get divorced and all that. But my kids are going to have, when, when in reality, they just needed you to love them. Yep. They just needed you not to put them in another sport, but to take off work early on this day every single week and just spend time with them. Yep. Right? So it's just margin. Um, so I would say you don't, you don't have to do everything that everybody wants you to do, right? You got to create some type of, of margin in there, um, to where you rest, right? This this is biblical too, is it not? It is. All right. This is a Sabbath. Yep. All right. So I want to read you this verse, Genesis two says on the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation. So he rested from all of his work and God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy. Right. It, it's a it's a Ten Commandment. Yep. Like taking a Sabbath is a commandment. So so when you think about a Sabbath, people think, OK, well, that's one day off a week. So so what is that? And we don't have time to go into everything Sabbath today. 
but that's one day a week that you don't do what you normally do for work. So if you answer emails Monday through Friday and Saturday's your Sabbath, well, Saturday you don't answer emails. Yep. Right? You, you just do something that you normally wouldn't do, right? And you don't do what you normally would do. That's Sabbath. Yep. And people are good with that as far as a day, but if you could break down your day, I think you could break it down even more. So if you took five minutes an hour, mm-hmm. you know, you stood up from your desk, you walked around the office, you went outside to breathe, like wh- whatever you're allowed to do at your, at your job, right? But, but you get to a place where you take five minutes and you go, I'm just going to rest. I'm going to breathe for a minute. If you take that five minutes and go back to work, you're going to be more productive after that five minutes. Absolutely. You know, so, so now, okay, well, I took five minutes. Well, what about taking 30 minutes out of the day, yep. 60 minutes out of the day? Right. I, I love taking naps. You like taking naps? Uh, yes. You should take they more can, naps. Yeah, we should. Look, the Bible, the Bible tells you that when you're feeling, when you're feeling burnout, yep. right? Or when you're feeling emotionally drained to take a nap and eat something. Mm-hmm. Like that's biblical right there. Yep. So maybe that's you getting off work and you coming home. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the kids aren't home yet. Maybe they're somewhere doing an activity. Maybe you take a 30-minute nap. I'm yep. going to set my alarm 30-minute nap. Boom. You're going to be way better on the flip side of that. If you just take the Sabbath and you implement it into your life. Um, And here's the last thing I'll say about that, because I think if you're, if you work with your schedule and you create margin and you take a Sabbath, then you won't be tired. Now, will you be sleepy when you wake up in the morning? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But will your soul be tired? Right. Like, will everything about you be tired? Uh, I think if you create margin, you create a schedule that has margin. Uh, you don't just rush from one meeting to the next, one phone call to the next, one thing to the next. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to give myself 15 minutes after this thing and before the next thing. Um, mentally, you're going to be better. Right. You're not going to be as tired. Yep. Um, so the command part of the Sabbath, I think, is the one that most followers of Jesus break so easily. For sure. Right. So, so if I just asked you, Hey, Hey, do you think it's wrong to kill people? Yeah. 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 That's a 10 commandment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, do you, do you think you should honor your father and mother? Yeah. 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 I think, yeah. Do you think you should lie and steal and cheat? No, 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 no. But do you take a day off a week? If I can. Uh huh. That's exactly <laughs> what it, well, I mean, I'd love to, but I just can't what, but you're breaking, you would never go out from your job and, and, a normal person wouldn't and go, you know what? I'm just going to murder that person on life. <laughs> right. But yet you're going to disobey God's command to take a day off a week. You don't, you don't think he can accomplish something that's going to help you and your family yep. in six days. So you think you need to work the seventh as well. I mean, God modeled that, right? Yep. So to, to get your brain and your soul, your emotions to where it's not so tired all the time, then you got to have some breathing room. Because if you don't create margin, you'll always feel like you're suffocating. Yep. And when you feel like you're suffocating, you'll never take a Sabbath because you always need to work. Yep. And that's why you're tired. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what they said. They're exhausted. The who said everybody's exhausted. Right. Mm-hmm. So create margin and take a day off. And I know that, uh, I've, I've battled with that in my past, uh, especially. And, you know, I think a lot of times you, you know, you have a commitment to your team at work and, yeah. and all this, these things. And then, well, but I had rules. I was like, well, yeah, I'll go to work early to make up some time. Yep. I'll be home for, but I have to be home for dinner, bedtime and bath for yep. the boys. But, and I'll just get some work done after they go to sleep. And next mm-hmm. thing you know, you're working until midnight and getting up at five in the morning. And 
starting all over again and there's you know now my i feel like my family was even outside that margin there was no yeah. margin so yeah. not like and um and that just really beat you down luckily um which that's a whole nother story we could get into but oh yeah i think um something i like to do is even in the daytime you know is i can feel even if i'm you can feel like the blood pressure rising uh -huh. or stressful. I'll just uh -huh. go lay outside on my, I have a deck on my back porch Come on. and I'll just lay down for five minutes and just chill, yep. just breathe it out yeah, and then go back to work. Yeah. And you know, just getting out of that routine of, uh, if, of always working and just learning to get rest, yes. take that margin, take that Sabbath, whatever that looks like. And you're so much more productive oh, on yeah. the backside of it. Oh yeah. And that's what we're, we're talking about. So the, we're giving you a, an easy acronym to beat burnout, right? TLC. Yep. Tired. So we addressed it. Yep. Loaded. Because that's how most people feel. My schedule's loaded. My workload's loaded. Like, I'm just loaded down. Mm -hmm. and, um, and then when you start talking about being loaded, I think most people... I'm trying to say this, I guess, the most politically correct way to say it. But you know what? I, I'm just going to say it. I think most people do what everybody else wants them to do. Mm -hmm. They don't do what's best for them or their family. And I think most of the time they don't even do what God's telling them to do. They just do what everybody else is telling them to do. Right? So, yeah. so it's this whole idea, and I want to help you with this one. If, if you feel loaded down at work, uh, you feel loaded down by all the tasks, uh, I, I would say work from conviction and not guilt. Right. So so when you work from conviction, you work from a like you were talking about, hey, here's my rules. You know, I know I got a job. I got to go work. I got to go earn money. That's good. The Bible tells you to work. Right. Right. So so I got to go do that. But here here's my convictions. Mm -hmm. Right. Here's the things I, I am going to do. And here's the things I'm not going to do. Um, that if we could stay there, I don't think would feel as loaded down. But now I feel like I have to do everything else. Now, this is where the guilt comes in. Mm -hmm. uh, well, that, that family's got their kid in this event. Well, my kid ain't in that. My kid ain't in any events. They ain't going to know how to socialize. They don't do nothing. We ain't got them in nothing. You, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yep, yep. Or it's going to be better to put them in this thing, and then they got to go to that thing, and then they've got to play year-round baseball, and then they want to play football too. Okay, well, we'll put them in football, and they can do football and baseball at the same time. And they, In that light, I mean, that's, but, but nine times out of ten, People don't make those decisions based off of conviction. Mm -hmm. They make those decisions based off of guilt. Right. Um, so you you addressed earlier where well I, I've got to you know fulfill my commitments that I made to my team at work and the team around me. Uh, so now people start asking you, hey, can you stay over? Hey, can you take this shift? Hey, can you help me with this? Hey, can you you know? And, and now you you just feel guilty because if you don't say no. Or if you don't say yes, are you, are you actually a real Christian? Are you trying to help the people right. that are around? Are you trying to love the people? You, you know yep. what I mean? Yep. But but conviction tells you that your family at home is worth more than your family at work. Yep, non-negotiable. You know? Yep. So so no, I'm not going to work from guilt. I'm going to work from conviction. Uh, so I think that can help if you're loaded down right there. And I think you, you touched on the point, I think... Uh, so many of us, it comes from such a good place that oh, yeah. we just want to help, but uh, you got to keep your eyes on those on those margins and not yeah. being overloaded. So, um, you know, the impacts don't burn you out at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, Nehemiah said it. There's so much rubble to move. 
Well, guess what? There's always yeah. work. Yep. There's always going to be work, you know, but you won't always have that time to spend with the people that actually mean the most to you. You know, those seasons go by quick. Yep. So if you don't work from conviction, you're going to be loaded down from guilt. Yeah. Somebody told me, uh, I heard a quote that basically it's, it's not rocket science, but he said, you'll never look back on your life and wish you would have spent less time with your kids. Yep. So 100%. I mean, that's, all, that's what it's all about. Because the people who do spend so much time at work now become what I think we're going to tackle next yep. is they, they become negative and cynical. They do. Like now my 70 hour a week work comes home and now I take it out on everybody that's around me. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's what it says. We'll never be able to build the wall by ourselves. The, that's what the who says. They get all negative yep. and cynical about all that. So, so how do we help with that? Um, here's what I would say, just practicality with negativity or cynicism is uh, nobody likes somebody who's negative. Right. The energy vampires. Yeah. So you're <laughs> trying to do everything and load yourself down to please everybody else. But now you're negative and nobody wants to hang around with you. Right. So just practical. Just let's don't be negative. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll read you this one. Philippians 4, 8 says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about this thing. Right. Think about those things. I tell Lawson that all the time. Right. Because he, 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 he gets his tendency and his traits from me. And I have a tendency to get pretty negative. You know, when things don't go my way, when Alabama doesn't win a football game, I'm pretty negative. Right. I hardly ever want to come to church on Sunday morning to <laughs> preach, you know, after, after that. But, but the way to beat that is to think about what was good. You know, you and I have a tendency, I think, and everybody listening, too, has a tendency to think about everything bad in our life. And when you do that, you're going to look at the... You're going to look at your stress and your tiredness. You're going to look at the load that you carry, and then you're going to get cynical about life. And what that does is you just make it all about you. Any, any form of negativity and cynicism comes from you being the center of it all. Well, if you're a follower of Jesus, you ain't the center of it all. That's right. Right? He is. Yep. So he already told you how to beat negativity. Right? Think about what is pure, what is lovely, what is excellent. If there's anything worthy of praise, think about that. Right. And don't think about all the other stuff mm -hmm. because there will always be rubble. Yep. Right. There'll always be work. There'll always be stress. There'll always be people wanting your attention, your time and your effort. But what's God doing through you? Where are you letting him work? Yep. You know, you're, you're burned out because all this stuff that's happening to your life. But what are you actually letting God do in you? through all that. See, I think we, we shut that down. Yep. That's what we've been talking about on Sundays. We shut, we shut all that stuff down and that's what leads to burnout. Right. So, so go check those messages out. I think those will help you, but just a little acronym on how, how to beat burnout, right? TLC, yep. TLC, you're tired. If you're feeling burned out, you're tired, you're loaded and you're s cynical. Yep. And I, I think it's important to, to not just swallow it whole we're kind of going back to the beginning we're yep. talking about the the quiet quitters or the the, mm -hmm. the ghosting is uh talk to somebody you know oh, address yeah. the issue oh yeah you know and nothing's too big of an issue um just to talk about it yeah you know no 
and this this is going to be not PC. Are you ready? Ready. Now, people who are burned out, who just jet, that's not manly. I agree. And I don't mean just because men should do that and women shouldn't. No, I mean I mean all the way across the board. That that's not. You, you don't have anything in your gut right. at that point. Yeah. If you're just going to go, no, I'm just out. You can call it professionalism if you want. There you Whatever. go. Whatever. You made you know. it. You made it PC. Yeah. I'm just going. Nope. You can't do that. Yeah. So you'll always be burned out if you don't talk to somebody. So figure out how to get not tired. Right. I mean, that seemed, that's easier said than done, but you got to figure out how to create margin, yep. how to take a Sabbath. You got to. If you don't, you'll always be tired. Yep. Loaded. If you're loaded down, you got to work from conviction, not from guilt. Right. And then you, you got to battle cynicism with whatever is holy and lovely and pure. Love it. Right. I think I was a little about TLC. Since we're about wrapped up, I'm going to go book my next vacation. Come on. Um, Where are you, go- you going golfing? Uh, I wish. No. Well, there is a golf tournament <laughs> coming up soon. Look no. out. Yeah, maybe I will. But, uh, no, this is, this is awesome. Um, looking forward to the follow-up messages on, yep. on burnout. And, you know, I think this is all so current and yes. relative to, all, to oh, everything yeah. we're experiencing. So, uh, week four, I think that's a wrap. We're done. Next week, uh, I think we're we've got a slew of I think we got six or seven new questions that we're gonna yeah. start chipping away at. And, Come on! Uh, so looking forward to next week. Uh, you can click the link somewhere down below in the video description and go submit questions for Pastor Eric uh, yep. to address and uh, make them hard. Yeah. You make me better when you ask hard questions. You make me better. Let's go. Let's get after it. All right. Cool. Thanks for joining. See you next week.